Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome. Before we get going, I want to let you know about some free resources that I invite you to retrieve after you've listened to today's interview. You'll find checklists, guides, videos, and other tools. Simply go to referralcoach.com forward slash resources. Now write that down unless you're driving. That's referralcoach.com forward slash resources, and it's also in the show notes. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our free weekly tips. We're always sharing best practices. We'll notify you of our newest podcast interviews as they go live. And while these are free to you, I think you'll find them quite valuable. Now on with today's show. In today's show, my guest and I will be covering a number of topics that we hope you'll find interesting and helpful. And they all fall under the umbrella of being on a mission or following your passion to serve a specific demographic or target market. I think you'll see that the principles, strategies, and many of the tactics at play can work for really any demographic or target market on which you choose to focus. We'll also be discussing how you can form a a more effective network, particularly with centers of influence who will send clients to you. We'll see how our guest is using a podcast as a way to fulfill her mission and attract millionaire clients on a regular basis. We'll take a look at how she's using LinkedIn to support her client acquisition efforts and a topic that's near and dear to my heart. As you know, we'll see how she goes about generating referrals. First, let me brag about our guest just a little bit. Alice Tang is a vice president and partner at a full service multi-generational financial planning firm based in Oregon. Alice comes from humble beginnings in Hong Kong. As a young adult, she immigrated to the U.S. without family or a network or community. Through her skill at building relationships, she has become a top-performing advisor and recently received the 2023 Portland Business Journal's Woman of Influence Award winner. As you'll learn in our discussion, Alice is quite an advocate for female professionals and helping the next generation succeed. In her Woman's Million Dollar Conversation Project, which we will explore further, She features successful women who have saved, earned, or sold over a million dollars to discuss their insights, experiences, and practical tips. As you'll see, Alice is dynamic, busy, and successful. Alice Tang, welcome to Top Advisor Podcast. Hi, Bill. It's a dream come true. Um, (laughs) I remember in 2010, I saw you at Million Dollar Roundtable. You were speaking to all of us. And here we are, 2023, 13 years later, I got connected to my wonderful, wonderful mentor. And uh, your book, Referrals Now, has changed a lot of people, including me. Thank you so much. I'm humbled and honored. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, 2010 was uh, my first main stage, general uh, main platform at at the MDRT in Atlanta. I remember vividly. Alice, so much to cover today. Before we dig in, I'd like you to tell our listeners just a little bit about your story, which will lead us into your passion for working with millionaire women and your passion for creating more millionaire women. 
Well, I came in about 29 years ago, actually Veterans Day, it marked the anniversary of the 29th anniversary of coming to United States. When I first came, I was a and dependent on a work visa. That means I couldn't work. I used to work and you see my energy. I cannot stop doing things. Um, it was a good learning experience, but at the same time, my self-esteem and ego has gone down pretty much. And at that time when I couldn't work, I couldn't help to make a living um, depending on my husband, although he is really great um, in telling me that, well, you know what? Um, it's fine. I can make it work, but it's different. So, but uh, many uh, women step up at the time. I have a woman aerobic class. Everybody was trying to help me. And also the neighbors in my neighborhood who send me food, who ask me to play with their kids and such so that I can kill time. Um, and over time, I just felt their support and I was able to turn the corner to be brighter future. So I'm always grateful. That's why I want to give back to them. So it makes sense that you want to give back to women because they helped you so much when you first got here. And about 18 months ago or so, you, uh, you've been engaged in a very interesting initiative. It's called Women's Million Dollar Conversations. Why and how did you get that started? How does it impact your ability to acquire new clients? Um, so let's talk about uh, why. First, okay. mm -hmm. um, I am someone who cannot do the same thing over and over again. I got bored easily. In the pandemic, it's easy to get bored. Mm -hmm. So I happen to be curious and typing into the Google bar, million dollar household in the United States. What I found from the million links that came through is the same thing. Only 10% of U.S. household um, cross the line of a million dollars. That includes our inflated home equity for those who own a home. A um, million dollars is a lot of money for many, but also if you look at today's uh, living standard, if, you know, 10 years, depending on how your um, expenses are. So I thought, well, that's interesting. When I immigrated, I thought United States is one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest country. What's going on here? Only one out of 10 households has a million dollar of net worth. So I further into digging into the details and found that interesting facts, wonderful men who found a company in United States, there were three of them. If you add the net worth together, it's more than the bottom half of the population. Well, that built a case for me. I was, I, I was wondering and cannot help but wonder what's going on with women, especially those single women, single mom, or divorced women, or they're by themselves. They don't have a partner to run together with them. So there comes my passion. I want to help them. Uh, so how can I do that? Um, we work with a lot of great clients and many of the people, 90% of the people, um, choose not to work with us because they felt they have too little. This is a really a project to empower women who believe they can by sharing with them other role models that might look like them. If they can do it, why not you? And so therefore the woman's million dollar conversations, tell us a little more about that. What, what is that exactly? 
Um, so I talked with my marketing company on my professional speaking side, and mm-hmm. she said, "Why don't you just start a project and interviewing room women who are role models?" So we have made a decision that、uh, we will only interview women who saved, made, or earned a million dollars,、um, and asked about their experience. I'll ask about their role. Blocks and bias on their path to that million, regarding they save, regardless of what they save, earned and made,、um, and from that we can create some learning lessons for those who want to be like them.、Mm. So the interviews、uh, serve as inspiration, but also convey some very specific perspectives, ideas, tools that that the listeners can、uh, can implement. I suspect even though you're interviewing women and it's kind of for women to lift up women, anybody who listens probably gains some some pretty good、uh, information. I, I know you've interviewed some pretty high level women. I, I went and I listened to one interview. Was the founder of Hint Water?、Uh, Hint Water generates over 150 million annual sales.、Uh, who have been some of your other、uh, more interesting interview guests? Give us a, a glimpse of some of the folks you've interviewed. Yeah, another one is、um, Sadie Lincoln.、Um, she's also from Portland, Oregon.、Um, she's here, but she's not from here. But she built the company, the fitness company called Bar Three. If you heard about them, they are in yeah. all yeah. states, a hundred and seventy locations, franchise all over the world. And she happened to be in my network. And when I asked, "Would you share some time with us and share your experience?" she said, "Sure," and very humbled. Uh, very non-assuming, and all these women are out there trying to make it and help people. And I find that the most successful women are those who want to help others. So that's the common theme. What are some of the questions you ask your guests? Any any standard question you ask every time, or、uh, what are some of the things you try to、uh, information you try to pull out of your guests? Yes.、Um, so because I'm in the financial industry,、um, the first、mm-hmm. question I ask is the value of money for them. Um, everybody is different. It could be independence. It could be helping helping your kids. It could be you know I just want to leave a big legacy. I want to save the dogs and cats of the world. So what's the value of money, right? <laughs>、um, so everybody have a different answer.、Um, although、um, having the freedom and choices was the most common answer regarding of how they answered. And then I also ask, how long does it take for you to get to your million? And when I interview enough, let's say I have a hundred, I have a Thousand people interviewed. I can draw average, and later on, I can comfortably say that what the average person takes nine point seven years to get to the million. So that gives people hope. And then other questions is like when they hit a very big decision, how do they make that decision? So their decision making process. Yes. And and they, do they all have different ways of of、uh, making decisions, approaching? Yes, decisions? they do. They do. They do. And, and yeah, anything there、uh, about decision making? I'm curious. Can you remember what any of them said about how they approach decision making? Anything unique or interesting? Yes. So my latest guest,、um, her first name is Anna.、Um, she used to be a chain restaurant.、Um, Owner and sold it successfully, and now is a consultation coach for those people who are in the restaurant business. And、uh, her answer is: When I need to make a decision,、um, I will focus on my intent. It's less about goals. Goals is a 
firm line on the sand, right? I want to make $10 million, but what's my intent? So if that is aligning with my intent, I will lean forward and do it. And if it's not, then I got lost on my plate. I don't need to entertain. And um, I interviewed someone once and she told me her decision process was uh, gem, J-E-M. Does it bring me joy? Does it bring me energy? And is the money right? <laughs> uh, I love it. Another, yeah. So there's lots of ways to do lots of models to fly. I like that. Uh, let's, let's shift a little and let's talk about your referral process. How do you talk to the folks you interview as well as your clients about potential referrals? What does that conversation look like? Um, so you, let me just clarify the question. The question is, how do I ask referrals? <laughs> Essentially, yes. And I know you yes. do it with the, your interview uh, guests and you also do it uh, with your clients. That's right. I don't right. know if it's the same way or if it's two different ways. So let's talk about how we... Um, Surprising, surprisingly, how we use the um, interviews. Um, okay. So many of the original guests are my clients. So of course, they're eager to help for those who is willing to share a little bit about their company. And many of them are business owners. So that reinforced that relationship. Bill, you're in the referral coaching business. You know this. How can you touch somebody? Well, get them on a show like this. Do they feel good? Would they share with other friends? Easier to talk about Alice or their advisor than just say what well, you need to work with Alice. <laughs> and then from then, um, every time when I finish, I learn from the best, which is Bill Kate. <laughs> I ask, who can I talk to? Who is someone like you who um, I can ask for uh, being my guest and be able to empower women because every one of us look differently. There are people who can relate to me, um, less than five feet tall, um, second language and broken English. And there are people who can relate to a beautiful uh, black woman who is super successful in a certain arena. And there are people who can relate to a Hispanic wonder woman. So, hey, <laughs> So all, all walks of life, so to speak. Uh, now, so you said you inter you started your program interviewing some of your clients and then expanded from there. Have some of the women that you've interviewed become clients? Yes. So it's a way to build a relationship with those folks. In the podcasting world, they call it the Trojan horse, where we interview people that we think we you know, might be a good client down the road. And we make this as a way to start that relationship. So sounds like that's happened for you. Yes, yes. And the most important thing is give us something common to talk about. You know how it is. When you mm -hmm. first meet with someone, you don't have anything in common. We quickly want to find common areas. Mm -hmm. And if the common area is already about money, isn't that easier to walk that path? Yes. Yes, it is. That's why I often encourage people when they get involved in an association, for instance, get involved in the fundraising part of that association or that philanthropic project, because now money is one of the main topics of, of for everyone being together if you're involved in fundraising. So clients became guests, guests became clients. And have you had any listeners of the show reach out to you to want to work with you? 
Um, I'm surprised that some, you know, I got some reach out by to me by saying that I'm so and so's friend. I saw her being interviewed by you. Could you share with me your process of um intake and client when they interview for advisors or new advisors? Now, um, you know, you know the game of the closing ratio. But I got into the door by favorably introduced by somebody. So there, there. For anyone you know wondering, can you monetize a podcast? The answer is yes, and there's a lot of different ways. Even financial advisors can monetize a podcast in different ways. Uh, you can use it to meet people who can become clients. You can yes. attract clients, uh, and all kinds of things. To our listeners, in about one minute, I'm going to have Alice tell you about how she has created a small but highly productive group of centers of influence that feeds her with one qualified prospect after another. You really don't want to miss this. I'm also going to have her tell you a little bit about how she uses LinkedIn to expand her network and yes, actually acquire new clients. But first, let's take a brief pause to listen to a word from our sponsor, Pod Rocket Influence Academy, brought to you by Proudmouth. First, they make this podcast possible and their core business is helping financial advisors accelerate their influence through marketing activities like podcasting. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Tired of chasing potential clients? We help you spend less time selling and more time advising by amplifying your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit Proudmouth.com to learn more. I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention our newest, even better than before, Academy for Relationship Marketing. If you want to learn almost all of the strategies and methods I've taught to thousands of financial professionals, our Academy is the place to go. Do yourself a favor and visit thecatesacademy.com. That's thecatesacademy.com. You can go through everything on your own, or you can add some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me if you do, if you wish. And if you decide to join our Academy, Use the coupon code TCA200, the Cates Academy, TCA200, to save $200 off the already affordable tuition. Now back to my conversation with my featured guest, Alice Tang, who describes herself as a rainmaker in a second language. So Alice, uh, you have clearly defined a systematic process for how you ensure some of your key centers of influence remain highly productive relationships and send you folks on a regular basis. Des describe this formula, this system that you've created, please. Well, it's really a trial and error until I kind of nail it. Um, mm -hmm. So every year at the beginning of the year, I will look over to all my center of influence. Um, I may have two dozens and I have to handpick maximum 10 because okay. in the coming year, um, my core focus is to give them anything that I could humanly possible. Um, the easiest gift would be a referral if it came by. However, I would like to make sure that I qualify that referral so that when they walk in the door, they have the highest opportunity or bad ratio to close that. I mean, we can guarantee 100%, um, but we need to set it up so that when they walk in, is a familiar territory for them to open the dialogue of talking about business rather than um, strangers. So that's one. Um, so but the best gift, a bill, you know, that is a referral, but you no, know, we don't carry a referral in our handbag and walk around every day. It came um, sometimes in the middle of a year. So 
in the 52 weeks, what I do is every Tuesday morning, I square away 30 minutes. The 30 minutes is for me to look at the 10 names and think about what I can do for them. And sometimes it's simply go into LinkedIn and see, have they post anything? Is that interesting and resonating with me? If it tests, I will comment and I will like and I will repost if the situation is right. And sometimes I will direct message them because sometimes it's somewhat a sensitive topic. Bill, I'm sure that you know that. So I would direct message them and say, hey, I'm very grateful for what you share. Um, can we have 10 minutes chat about this? Because I'd like to know more and know how I best support. I can best support you. Um, so that's LinkedIn, but we can also mail a card. I'm thinking of you. And even as little as a text message, when I am sending Bill a text message for that 10 seconds saying, I'm thinking of you, I hope business is okay. I hope your puppy is feeling better because it, the puppy was sick the last time we talked. I'm truly thinking about you. So we need to stay in front of the center of inference so that when they are walking around talking to people, I am at top of mind. You know, I really like this. It's so simple. Uh, every Tuesday, 30 minutes, 10 people to look at. What can I give? What? How can I bring them some value? And if nothing big comes to mind, just go to their LinkedIn profile, comment, share, if it makes sense to reshare the post. Um, what a great tip. I, I want to encourage people, by the way, to listen to the, after you finish with this episode with Alice, to go listen to my episode number 49 with Richard Bliss, uh, which is all about LinkedIn and commenting is a big strategy. By the way, if you want to support someone else's LinkedIn post, comment first before you like, because when you comment, it gets six points. If you like, it only gets one. But if you like first, the six points don't, don't accrue from the comment. Sharing also gives it six points. So one thing I've learned in meeting people I want to meet is I'll, if, if it's a, uh, if I comment on someone's post, people in my following, in my tribe, if you will, start to, to see that LinkedIn will show that to people. So I will actually help people get more juice, more views to their posts just by commenting. So there's a lot of things you can do. It's a great gift uh, to give to your centers of influence, Alice. I, I think that's great. Uh, and I also like what you said about when you, when you make an introduction, it's you don't do it lightly. You do everything you can to make a great connection uh, so, and, and qualify and increase the chances of that person really working with that center of influence. So um, I, I call it the golden rule of introductions. And that is to give introductions to others as you would have them be given unto you, making yes. really, really good connections, right? Um, awesome wisdom. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. And you, you call this, you, you told me you call this the Tang process, right? <laughs> yes, I did. Actually, uh, when I professionally speak in person, I gave this card away um, in the front. It described um, the Tang process. So let's talk about T. T is target your efforts to a reasonable amount of people. So you can't hit 2000 people. It's um, unreasonable to expect that. So let's focus our energy and efforts on making sure those 10 or a handful of people um, being successful, help them to get 
to their success. And then A is allocating time. I went to 30 minutes, right? The 30 minutes um, every Tuesday morning for me. It could be Saturday morning for you. And I also have a habit of meeting with them quarterly. Okay. So it's about 15 minutes to an hour just to catch up of what's going on in the world. The in-person touch cannot be neglected because when you keep sending things every week, it becomes clockwork. But when you meet again, you discover the interesting things and how I can best serve them. And then N is nurturing the relationship. We know that. (laughs) We just talk about it. And then G, um, give continuously, generously without really expecting anything back. And of course, I'm away in business. We hope there'll be something that is coming back. But the crazy part is sometimes you meet with somebody new, they just give you a referral. Sometimes it takes people three years to give you a very qualified referral. So we, we give without expectation. Uh, and we know that as we give, we receive. So it, it, it always seems to work out. Let's let's talk a little more about LinkedIn. Um, I've already mentioned Richard Bliss's episode number forty nine, uh, a great listen to everybody. But I know you've been very active on LinkedIn. You have over two thousand followers, which is more than most financial advisors. Some do pretty good job, but that's more than most that I've seen. Uh, and you've turned LinkedIn to a, a revenue producer for yourself, have you not? How, how have you been able to turn your activity? on LinkedIn into actually new clients or revenue? Because, you know, a lot of folks, they're doing it, but they're not quite sure why they're doing it. Um, I say there should be a strategy and also should be some, you know, discipline. So let's talk about the strategy. Uh, The strategy is about um, who am I? Who am I showing up here? So I want to be as authentic as possible. So authenticity does not mean too much information. But if I care about women, if I care about how people communicate, which is another way and other things I write a lot about, um, let's show up. Let me show up as who I am. And then, of course, we talk about finance and money. And those are a majority portion of my LinkedIn post or comment. And then um, the discipline is you can't just do it once in a year and then feel that, well, I done my LinkedIn things that Bill taught me or Alice talked about doesn't work. So you need to have discipline. Um, So I ask people when I professionally speak um, to my audience, start small. If you haven't been regularly going on LinkedIn, set a calendar and just 15 minutes weekly or even monthly, check the people you care for. And if there is anything interesting resonating with you, please comment 12 words at least because that is going to get the six points that Bill mentioned. And then make sure that you also like, right? So there are seven points. So uh, so 12 words. I didn't know that. 12 words in your comment? At least. Ah, good, good, good. It's Yeah. When you go to, to support other people's posts, you say great post or thanks for sharing. That's not really viewed as a comment. The, the whole point behind this, the intent, as you uh, used that word earlier, is to... Uh, create a conversation. That's what LinkedIn rewards is an actual conversation. So the quick little nice posts or thanks for sharing or doesn't really, I mean, it's nice for that person to hear that from you, of course, but it doesn't give the post any juice. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. I always uh, think about what I want to write. I specifically like even cut and paste what is the content 
if you don't really think of anything, oh, I feel so good about this. I specifically like cut and paste what they said. Like that. Yeah. That it really shows that you read it, that you paid attention. It's not just a, you know, a friend saying something nice to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in seeing one of Alice's women's million dollar conversation, please visit uh, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at ask Alice Tang. That's youtube.com forward slash at Alice, ask Alice Tang. And we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, also, if you want to check out her website, just see how she teaches professionals to be more successful, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Just go to askalistang.com. That's askalistang.com. Again, that's be in the show notes. So my featured guest today has been um, extremely successful and clearly energetic and giving. Alice Tang, thank you for the mission that you're on to help other people and for being a featured guest on Top Advisor Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor to be with you, Bill. Thank you. Thank to you. you, the listener of this podcast, may I ask a small favor? If you like this episode or like the podcast in general, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening to the show. Not all platforms have a place for reviews, but if yours does, I'd be grateful. Thank you. If you haven't already, there are two places you want to visit, referralcoach.com forward slash resources for a bunch of guides, checklists, scripts, videos, all free but valuable. And also check out thecatesacademy.com, thecatesacademy.com, and use the coupon code TCA200 to save $200 for being a listener of our podcast. This is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful. Only acting on those ideas will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.